Welcome to Abide in Liberty, a podcast empowering patriots everywhere to re-enthrone faith, family, and freedom as the bedrock pillars of liberty in education, our communities, and our nation. Welcome, everybody, and thank you for being here with me today. My name is Braden Hayes, and I'm your host. This is a brand new podcast, um, and I want to spend this first episode introducing you to the themes some of the topics that I'm going to cover, as well as the background for why I'm even doing this. So I want to give you a little bit of a heads up and know what to expect so you can decide if you want to come back. I hope you do. I'll be releasing a new podcast each Monday morning before everyone wakes up. So make sure to subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. So a little bit about me. I wanted to introduce myself. I'm a director for a nonprofit private school called Liberty Youth Academy, which began in Southern Utah and was started by my mom, Stephanie Dale, about 15 years ago. Me, my wife, Bonnie, and our four children live in Arizona. And uh, several years ago, we tried to move uh, to St. George, Utah, so that our children could attend my mom's school that she had started. And when we prayed about it and tried to decide uh, what God wanted for our lives, we learned that he wanted us to stay right where we were in Southern Arizona. Uh, We're just South of Tucson. He wanted us to open a Liberty Youth Academy in our area, which is what we did. So my wife actually started this just a little over five years ago. She was the sole teacher of nine students and it was a couple years um, before I was able to come and join full-time myself. Uh, so together now, um, years later, my wife, Bonnie, myself, and my mother are working together to take this education to as many people as we possibly can, which leads me to the purpose of this podcast. Uh, a couple years ago, I read a book called Original Intent, by David Barton, and I highly recommend it to you. It really opened my eyes to the way that our country started, how it originally treated religion, and how that shaped our country and turned it into the superpower that it is. It documents how the religious foundation of our country began to be morphed and undermined beginning in the mid-1900s. But the picture that this book painted of early America and its education is just absolutely beautiful. And I could, if I could sum up the entire book, and this isn't completely doing it justice, but in a nutshell, um, this quote by a guy named Alexei de Tocqueville sums it up perfectly. De Tocqueville was a French philosopher in the early 1800s who, after the French Revolution and the bloodbath that it became, looked at the American Revolution, looked at the French Revolution, and wondered what made America different. So he came on a tour of the country, and he wrote a book called Democracy in America. It was published in 1835 that talks about it. And here's one quote in particular that I just love that summarizes the difference, summarizes what made this country great and what what it was founded on. He said, in New England, every citizen receives the elementary notions of human knowledge. So reading, writing, arithmetic, science, history. He is taught, moreover, the doctrines and evidences of his religion, the history of his country, and the leading features of its constitution. So what were the, the main pillars of early American education? It was 
human knowledge, religion, history of our country, and the leading features of the Constitution. In the states, he goes on to say, in the states of Connecticut and Massachusetts, it is extremely rare to find a man imperfectly acquainted with all these things, and a person wholly ignorant of them is a sort of phenomenon. Could we say that about our populace today, that to find someone who is imperfectly acquainted with the basics of human knowledge, their religion, the history of their country, and its constitution is an anomaly. I think we've gone to the complete opposite extreme of that. It's rare to find someone who is perfectly acquainted with all of those things. And that's what the purpose of Liberty Youth Academy is. And that's what we've been trying to do over the past 15 years for the future leaders um, of our of our country. And we're up to about 200 to 225 students now that, that get that kind of an education. And these are our future leaders. These are the ones who will be um, leading our country in not that many years, but, and this is where the purpose of the podcast comes in. We need today's parents and today's leaders to know this stuff. It's been decades since God was kicked out and since the founding of our nation and the principles of the constitution have been adequately taught. Uh, This moral and educational gap needs to be filled um, so that in 20 years, maybe 15 years, when our children are those leaders, they actually still have a free country that they can practice the principles that they're learning today. And if we don't do our part to preserve that for them, then what we're doing in school on a day-to-day basis will be for naught. So I hope you join us on this journey to learn these principles so that we can stand up and preserve that freedom, that liberty, that free nation for our future leaders. So I want to give you a quick preview of what I intend to talk about in this podcast. And I do plan to invite um, folks to join me. Um, My wife, Bonnie, my mother, Stephanie, as well as other parents and guests will be joining us. And here's some of the things that we're going to be talking about. We'll talk about the Constitution as it was understood at the time it was ratified. And we'll talk about the importance of understanding the real intent of a law when it was passed for interpreting and defending the rule of law. We'll talk about the amendments that have changed it, but what the people who ratified those amendments thought it mean. Again, that's important in order to maintain steady and reliable laws. We'll talk about the principles of freedom, that the founding fathers almost universally believed. And many of those principles, if not all of them, were enshrined in the Constitution itself. And understanding that worldview and those principles that they all believed in is important to understanding the Constitution. We'll talk about what education really is and what its purpose really is in an eternal perspective. College readiness alone is great, but it's far too narrow. We'll talk about how to educate children in a way that's developmentally appropriate. There have been uh, some poor educational philosophies that have been pushed in our country in an attempt to make up for falling behind the rest of the world. And in some cases, those efforts and those programs have just further exacerbated the problem. And we'll talk about why that is. We'll talk about how parents around the country can be effective teachers themselves. We want to empower parents to overcome the fear that I can't possibly be my own kid's teacher. Maybe I want that, but I don't trust myself. 
I want to empower you to feel like you can trust yourself. Um, you are good enough. We'll talk about what children should be learning and why. And we'll also talk about what they shouldn't be learning, what is not appropriate to be taught at school. We want to inspire people everywhere to have courage to do things that seem too big and too hard for you. Um, God is inspiring people everywhere to step outside of their comfort zones, to do big things uh, for, uh, for Christianity, for the future of our country. And if good people aren't willing to step outside of their comfort zone and do hard things, then the battle's already lost. We'll talk about how to prepare an environment and discipline in the home and at school for optimal educational outcomes. We'll talk about the fallacies that have crept into Christianity itself about education. We'll introduce you to our founders and other great leaders in history. And we'll also talk about how to articulate these principles and truths to your friends and family who are open-minded, but who may be confused and uninformed through no fault of their own. Because remember, it's been decades since schools have been teaching these things. Now, all of these topics and more, we're going to address with some core assumptions in mind. Number one, that the Constitution of the United States of America was established by God through wise men raised up unto this very purpose. Number two, our Constitution was made only for a moral and religious people. It is wholly inadequate to the government of any other. And that was a famous quote by John Adams, who was a founding father. Number three, this land is blessed only so long as the nation that possesses it serves God. Number four, through those who serve him, the devil has fought to destroy and undermine freedom and liberty throughout history, and he continues to do so today. Number five, there is such a thing as absolute truth, and God is its author. This, your truth and my truth nonsense is wrong, it's destructive, and it cuts us off from the source of truth, which is God. Number six, the scriptures trump secular smarty pants who try to use logical gymnastics to supplant God and enthrone each of us as our own personal God. So if we come up against something where God's word conflicts with a really smart person at a prestigious university, we're going to trust God because he knows better. So if you don't agree with these assumptions or you're at least not open to considering them, then you're not going to like this podcast at all. If these ring true to you, I think there may be something here that you'll find uh, some benefit from. I also want to talk about what this podcast isn't. This is not a political partisan podcast. So if you're looking for another political commentary that's slanted to one political party or another, this is not, this is not that. There are principles of truth and freedom that transcend time, that transcend party politics, national borders, race, and every other distinction imaginable. These principles of truth and freedom are what we're going to focus on. And we certainly will take those principles and take those truths and apply them to current policies, current problems that the world is facing. And what we'll find is 
that there are policies that violate these eternal principles and truths that are put forth by political parties of all kinds and in all nations under the sun. Many of the founders in particular were terrified of party politics. George Washington in his farewell address talked about how he he just wished that the the party politics that came in between kind of the feud between Alexander Hamilton and the Thomas Jefferson crowd would go away because he was concerned that people would turn off their brains because, you know, so long as the party that I'm a part of, the club that I feel that I'm a part of, the people that are in my group, if they say something, I'm just going to trust it without running it against these principles, without um, putting them to the test. And he was terrified of that. So we're going to do our best in this podcast. And no one can be perfect at this. No one can be perfectly unbiased, but I'm going to try my darndest to take political parties out of it. And we will talk about uh, principles. We will talk about how those apply to current events. And we're gonna let the chips fall where they're going to fall. Um, And that leads me to the title of this podcast. I want to talk about where abide in liberty comes from, why I think that's um, an apt description for what we're going to talk about. So in the 1828 Noah Webster Dictionary, abide has four definitions. The first is to rest or dwell. The second is to stay or tarry for a short time. The third is to continue permanently or in the same state to be firm and immovable. And the fourth one is to remain or to continue. So when I hear the word abide, one of my favorite religious hymns comes to mind. It's called Abide With Me. And I want to read the first verse of that hymn. It says, abide with me. And this is a kind of a plea to Christ. Abide with me, fast falls the eventide. The darkness deepens, Lord, with me abide. When other helpers fail and comforts flee, help of the helpless, oh, abide with me. So when we're asking the Lord to abide with us, I want to run this against those four definitions. Are we asking him to rest or dwell with us? Yes, we are. Are we asking him to tarry or stay for a short time? For me, not really. I don't want it to be a a short-term thing. Are we asking him to continue permanently and be firm and immovable with us? Yes. Are we asking him to remain and continue with us? Yes. So those three definitions resting and dwelling, permanent continuance, remaining and continuing with us always. That's the definition that I mean for this podcast. If we center our lives in God, if we strengthen the family as the fundamental unit of society, if we learn the principles of freedom, this great nation can once again become a place where liberty, freedom, and happiness can rest and dwell permanently. It's not transitory. It's not short-term. It's permanent. And when I think about the millennium, when Christ returns and reigns as King of Kings and Lord of Lords for a thousand years of peace, this is what it's going to look like. This is the kind of freedom and peace and prosperity that we're going to enjoy. And sitting down, shutting up and waiting for it to come, just grinning and bearing our way through the tough times isn't enough. He's not going to show up and and just fix everything for us. We have to start now to build it so that we'll be ready to meet him 
when he comes. We'll be ready for the peace and the happiness, the faith, the miracles and liberty he brings because we've been practicing it now when it's hard. There's nothing that I have found that's more invigorating than learning truth and choosing to live by it. And I can't wait to practice the principles that we'll learn together. Thanks for listening. And I hope you join me again next week. Have a great week. Thank you for listening to Abide in Liberty. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes and share this with friends and family. In the meantime, keep up with the show online at AbideInLiberty.com. Also, if you'd like to help our K-12 bless and educate more families, contact us by visiting libertyyouthacademy.org. Until next time, be on the alert, stand firm in the faith, and be strong.